0: So, welcome to what will be episode two of Who's Zooming Who. Um, it seemed like a great idea last week doing one, uh, but now that I've set myself up to do a second one, I'm not really sure um, if, I can, uh, if I can quite follow um, the highs of last week. So, who I did ask is a very old and a very dear friend of mine um, and colleague indeed in Water Resources Technology, uh, Colm Dunphy. Uh, good evening, Colm. Thanks very much for... Uh, for volunteering, um, our- old. <laughs> yeah, well guys, nice. but well, you're slightly younger than me. So we'll, 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 give you, we'll give you that one. Um, Colm is a lecturer on our award winning higher diploma in science and computer science, um, program, which is a fully online program. That's in its fifth year now, I think. Um, and the last three, if not four of those have been fully online. Uh, and indeed this year, it won an award um, at the Education Awards for Best Use of Educational Technology. Uh, did I get all that right?
1: I think so, just about. Yeah.
0: yeah excellent, excellent. Uh, that, that, that's always a good start. So perhaps, um, Colin, you'd like to give us a brief introduction um, yourself. Um, uh, look, I know you, but um, lots, of, lots of the people may be watching or listening to this may know you, but if they don't, let's assume they don't.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, so I think I'm teaching in the college now 25 years at WIT. Uh, started uh, as a computer programmer, teaching computer programming, uh, but a big background in uh, media. Uh, so moved into multimedia and digital media, um, teaching music, video production, photography, you name it. Um, and along the way, I got involved uh, through Laura Widger, your predecessor, Uh, in CTEL and very interested in teaching online and technologies and trying to create better engagement, not just online, but in in classes. Uh, So then fast forward a few years later and uh, we were delighted to be able to bring WIT's first fully online program, uh, the Higher Diploma in Computer Science. Uh, And we had a a whole rake of technologies and we just wanted to try and figure out what we should be using so that anyone coming after us here's the blueprint, um, and this works. You don't have to think about it. And can we make it easier? Can we make a better, get a better uh, student experience and a better um, teaching experience as well? So I suppose that's that's my background. Yeah, excellent
0: and, and, and fantastic. Um, and We'll come back and speak a little bit more maybe about the program um, later on, but this evening as we talk, um, it's just about an hour and a half uh, or two hours after uh tom farrelly's gas that goes global and as you know tom was a guest of mine on this um uh podcast last week um and he he had roped me into helping him get this thing organized i'm probably biased so i'm going to say it was a fantastic success but you you were watching it um at I suppose some bit of a distance and some remove. Um, yes, I know that I had badgered you to 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 make sure to
1: attend. It was the website uh, that really made it, Ken. You know, <laughs> I have to say.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> amazing, it's amazing what you can do with a WordPress team. Um, <laughs> so you
1: you you watched the event live this evening. Um, yeah. What were your uh, what were your thoughts? Um, so I think it tried to capture um, the the guest events at the EdTech in particular. I, I've been at that for a few years. Um, spoke at the last two and uh i think he did manage to capture you know that atmosphere and and, uh i thought that went very well Uh, it was great to see speakers from different countries you know um and with lots of different ideas um and then every what was different i suppose was because it was online you get the advantage of being able to comment in real time um and there was discussions happening in youtube and also in zoom um and even just following the conversation i I was watching it through youtube so just following the conversation on youtube was great Uh, and i made a point of contributing you know when i heard phrases you know i made a point of double quoting that and and posting it um so that i'd I'd have a a couple of things to look back on afterwards um and see you know did it resonate with other people which which i think it did so yeah it was it was really good Uh, definitely a success and uh, what else would you be doing on a Tuesday night? Yeah,
0: well, well, well uh, when, we're all, when we're all locked up in our houses, um it's it's a, it's, a, it's it's literally a captive audience. Um, so the seven speakers that spoke tonight, I I hadn't known all of them um, until obviously I became involved in the event. Um, were were some of them familiar to you? Were
1: I knew some of the names. Um, so big fan of uh, Martin Weller, um, but the the person that I suppose that resonated most with me was. Um, uh lee graves wolf i think her name yes. is um uh, again i would have I recognized martin brown's name and tony bates uh they were the ones i would have been familiar with uh but i, I think it was uh, lee graves wolf was the one i resonated most with but but also the the opening talk uh what's her name uh, maha bali i think from, from yeah. egypt uh you know uh, straight away you could you could feel everybody resonating with, with the things she was saying. Sure. Um, I, I made a few notes here. Kindness, um, anxiety, stress, flexibility, equity, support. Don't be pretending, be real. Um, and then, you know, this, this concept of synchronous and a- asynchronous, where, where at the moment, you know, people are saying on flexibility with asynchronous, but um, what really came across to me was, was the emotion that you can get with synchronous um uh, so yeah that that one that one uh, resonated a lot with me um with with lee graves wolf um the presence uh, social presence and community are kind of key phrases that uh jumped out at me that that resonated with me so it wasn't
0: just because she was a radio dj
1: and uh... well, i actually put in a comment there <laughs> that um i i have this theory there uh, there must be a paper in it somewhere that I think radio presenters make really good uh or, or definitely helps with with teaching online because you know if you've if you've worked in a radio studio you're talking to yourself in a room and that's very much what it's like when you're you know teaching particularly if you're teaching a, in a live environment or sorry a pre-recorded environment that's exactly what you do uh, sure. and you have to learn that skill um and listening to the silence um you know uh, so I, I kind of i put in a comment as a, you know in in youtube uh, do, do radio presenters make the best online teachers? You know, <laughs> not not to check for the answer yet. Uh, but, uh. Not,
0: not, not, that, not that you're in, in any way biased. Uh, <laughs> no, no, um, no. I, I I probably should point out um, for for those of you that that may not know uh, column as well as I do. Uh, column uh, is a DJ or a, was a radio DJ of many years standing. Um, uh, and indeed a club DJ as well, um, and himself and another colleague of mine, Peace, uh, who's still actually on the radio, um, were, were probably the two drivers behind putting together our, our pods that we'll talk a little bit more about in, in a minute, which kind of, I guess, uh, you could see the the, the, the radio studio crossover um, <laughs> to, 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 to a certain extent. And I, and I think probably part of that column might be that um, most radio DJs aren't naturally uh, afraid of the sound of their own voice and and a lot of people who record their voice for the first time that's probably one of the things that they find most uh, unnerving is um do i really sound like that
1: yeah definitely yeah um just something jumped into my head um you know there's a couple of other people that spoke tonight i'm just thinking of mark brown's opening comment you know <laughs> do i need <laughs> you to remind say, anyone no. Well, look, I, I
0: I think we're after the watershed. I I don't know who's going to be listening to this, and he did say it, so you know. Um,
1: uh, I just grabbed everybody straight away. He, he I don't Mark. Yeah. <laughs> and I I learned two new words today. Um, okay. One is what is it? Refusniks. Okay. Uh, from um, I think it was Frank Rennie. Yes. Um. And he was uh, he was talking about you know how people. And we've seen this with, with colleagues who, you know, really were anti-education uh, technology, anti-online, you know, that won't work. We don't want to do it. Um, and he was making the point when, when all of this is over, uh, we're going to still have some refuse next. And they'll be saying, oh, yeah, it didn't work when we, when we mm-hmm. had COVID. Um, but, uh, you know, other other speakers were talking about, you know, we're not actually doing online at the moment for a lot of people to replacing live classes uh, face-to-face classes traditional classes with the phrase i heard was emergency remote teaching sure. um, and we need to clarify you know when we go back uh, the difference between the two for those sure. who don't know um, yeah no, no. Um, but the other the other big word uh, which which <laughs> has to be the word of the night um hotogogy. yes uh, i thought that was great yeah self-determined Good. learning excellent
0: uh because I, I i'd heard of it but i didn't know what it meant so i'm glad i'm glad you know
1: uh oh i wrote it down straight away <laughs> i knew this was coming so i yeah. have a few notes <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, very good the the,
0: the 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 interesting thing for me tonight i'm just going to throw this one out there because i mean look you know more than than myself um are a technologist and i think um the first. The first time I remember seeing you uh, with a computer might have been a, an Amiga 500 or something like that, right? <laughs> uh, which, which, which isn't today or yesterday. Um, no. And even though the, the, the conference uh, or the, the Gas to goes global event tonight um, was ostensibly about online education, which at its heart is technology. Um, There was remarkably little talk about technology. Most of the talk was about um, human connections. Most of the talk was about um, providing pastoral care for students. Most of the the talk was about um, doing right by students as opposed to um, look at this new LMS that that can do X, Y, and Z. Um, As a matter of fact, technology barely got a look in. when, when you think about it, which...
1: Well, there was a whole, there was a whole discussion on the YouTube uh, video uh, channel um, in relation to when people started online, you know, and the technology didn't exist, really. Sure. You know, uh, I think somebody said 1992, somebody else said 2005. Uh, you know, you have tools and you just do what you can. You, you work creatively with those. And I think that was something that came out as well. You know, we don't want to just replace what we do in a classroom with you know, the virtual version of it. Can we get yeah. more creative with what we're doing? And um, so, yeah, um, it's not about the tech, you know, it's it's just an enabler.
0: Sure. Yeah, no, and absolutely. Look, I mean, look, that, that, that very much speaks to my own way of um, thinking is that once you start making it about the tech, you've, you've, you've lost already. It really is about the people and it's about... Um, it's so a, it's
1: on, a, on that, Ken, you know, we've we've seen this massive uptake in the use of Zoom in the last month.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'm using it now.
1: Yeah, um, but that's only because there's this, even a podcast. You yeah, know, about <laughs> Zooming now. You know? Yeah,
0: that's only because this is called Who Zooming Who? Who's <laughs> Who's Who's? It will be connecting. Who just didn't sound um,
1: <laughs> didn't but,
0: sound right, uh, and a reason Franklin never sang about that. So yeah, um,
1: but but somebody's somebody's got to look at the tech and work it all out and make it easy for everybody else. Sure. Right? And and I suppose I'm in that category, trying to look at the tech and then make it easy for everybody else. But the last thing you want to be doing then is when you are teaching, is to be worrying about the tech. You, yeah. want, you want to simplify it all. And it's all about creating a great experience. And so, yeah, I, I think uh, that, that came across in, in tonight's talk.
0: Yeah, but well, that's because you've got fancy lights and swirly backgrounds. And, you know... Um, <laughs>
1: Well, what I'm doing is giving you the evidence you need so that you can get a budget now to yeah, to, yeah. to do this uh, yeah. on a higher so, level next time. Yeah, no, the only
0: only the only budget might be is if I if I move the table this way, I'll have to budget, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah. the uh yeah, as you can see I'm going for the very uh low tech kitchen table uh approach. And look, you know, it's 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 working kind of, I think. Uh I don't know, maybe it's not. Yeah. Mo- moving on from there, uh, and I guess part of the driver behind and, and part of the success um, of Gas to Goes Global was that lots of people have found themselves in this, uh, and look, I'm using the word again, unprecedented situation where, um, you know, it's, it's, it'll be five weeks this Thursday since WIT and and most everywhere else shut down.
1: Um, I barely know what day of the week it is. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, weeks.
0: yeah, yeah. No, I, I think the best description of days I've heard at the moment is um, every day is Blur's Day. Because uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, what day is it again? Um, and, and the Easter weekend was particularly troub- troublesome for me because Good Friday felt like a Saturday. And then... <laughs> <laughs> And then Saturday, Saturday felt like a Sunday. And then Sunday felt like just another Sunday. Um, and then yesterday being Monday, uh, I really wasn't sure. But for the fact that I knew that the event tonight was on Tuesday, um, I probably would have been um, struggling a, a little bit uh, in terms of time. But like four struck four and a bit weeks ago, almost five weeks ago, um, everybody found themselves suddenly thrown into the, the deep end of having to um, deliver remotely as opposed to deliver online in, in terms of it wasn't considered and taught out. And there was lots of um, bits to be reconsidered. And we've had to redo assessments, as you've known, as you know, um, for a lot of our uh, taught undergraduate uh, and indeed postgraduate programmes. Now, you, you probably had a little bit of a, a head start on a lot of your contemporaries and colleagues in that, um, obviously, your experience in the online higher diploma, Probably equipped meant that this wasn't this wasn't a new phenomenon for you, um, but notwithstanding that, um, how have you found this sudden adjustment to that there there is no um, WIT campus anymore? The campus now exists virtually.
1: Um, I have to say, it wasn't really a shock, um, and it didn't upset me in any way. Um, probably because for the first time since I started teaching. Um, this semester, all of my teaching is online. Okay. Fully, so I'm fully online this semester. All my classes, uh, all my hours, fully online. Uh, that's never happened before. Uh, the way things panned out this semester, that's, that's where I am. So when we were heading into this, you know, I was just, ah, yeah, you yeah, be business as usual. Uh, for me, uh, I appreciate that a lot of my colleagues were, you know, weren't in as fortunate and uh, I don't think I've coped as well if I was trying to manage four face-to-face classes sure. um, from home, uh, but, but all my classes were already online. Um, now, we did make changes uh, when we were delivering. Uh, even though our, our course is fully online, we realized very, very early on uh, through, through my colleague, Eamon DeLester, uh, he was very fast out of the blocks, and he said, we've got to do something for our students straight away. He said, a lot of them are um, on the front line. And he said they're not they just don't have the time to be able to keep up with the the pace that we'll be going at so um we got permission uh, even before there was any meetings for for the other course boards we got permission straight away to stretch out our delivery um so the first thing we did was put a week in between every every week okay so you know instead of teaching every week we put a, a week off in between every single week that we're teaching and there's implications to that that you know has us teaching till um, in, into June um, and right up until you know as late as we could possibly do it. Um, but you know that was a a pretty small thing for us to be to do. It, it was hard enough to well not hard enough, but we we did have to get permission to do it because there's knock on implications with exam boards and, and so on. Um, but I have to say, you know, everybody was open to doing what we could. Um, and, and that was, I have to tell you, the outpouring online from our students, you know, was, oh, thank God. You no, know, even before we had that organized, we were in the middle of an assignment. And the first thing I did was said, right, um, you know, pushing the assignment out for at least another week. So, yeah. you know, uh, and then we ended up pushing it out another week because we could. Um, yeah.
0: And, and I guess I suppose I probably should point out as well, your program runs on a calendar year basis as opposed to an academic year basis. So, yeah. Uh, this would be this wouldn't be a f- the, the the final semester of a, of a year it'll be the first semester of the year
1: um, no but uh, we have three cohorts online so sure. all at different stages yeah um, so you know th- and we've had to look after all three um, but um, no it, it, it was just once we got permission to do it uh, we pushed it out now there's a couple of knock-on implications you know, we we tend to do these um, on-site days for anybody sure. who can make them, with industry coming in. But sure, industry are not in a position to come yeah. in this June; they won't be. They'll be they'll be trying to catch up. Uh, so we we'll just push things out. And uh, but we're very fortunate that we can do that because the program is online. So it has given the students flexibility. It has given us flexibility. Uh, I think a, a phrase we heard tonight was resilience. You know, is the education system resilient? Um, this, this program is, you know, sure. it's very easy to move it out. Um, and you know, most of our assessment, uh, is already non-exam anyway. Okay. Uh, we, we do assignments and portfolios and interviews and all of that. Uh, and that's worked out very well. Um, just as rigorous, um, you know, we, we do, uh, on the spot interviews for each, for each hand up. Um, but I think one of the things, again, your final speaker tonight um, mentioned that if there's one thing comes out of this whole uh, experiment uh, or emergency reaction is that we need to get away from the exams. Yeah. When we first started talking about educational technology uh, and looking at how we build engagement and, and assessment, uh, we were talking about that years ago. Uh, but it's, it hasn't happened in, in many disciplines. And I appreciate there, there are some scenarios where an exam is better but we've just proven that we can assess without an exam yeah I, there are no exams in third level this year
0: I'm, I'm going to be slightly controversial and say i i can't really think of any situation where an exam is better right um, and I, i'm saying that with my student hat on after having set exams in not not too distant past and you know there is never a situation in your life ever again where you're going to be put in a room for two hours and have to come up with ideas out of your head um, or answers out of your head, you know. Mm. The, 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 the entire um, knowledge base of the world exists on your mobile phone. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, it's a far greater skill to be able to um, curate, dissect and evaluate that knowledge than it is to be able to regurgitate something that you've been told um, in a class. But look, that's- That's to
1: the converted, uh, Ken. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I,
0: I, I probably am. And, and I could probably talk on that one for far too long, but that's probably but just-
1: would, Wouldn't it be a great thing if we came out of this crisis, and at least even in for third level, no more exams sure yeah or, or next to no exams
0: I, I i'm probably just going to use that as well as the an excuse for all those bad examers or such that 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 i did get so you know what 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 can i tell you yeah. in terms of your your colleagues on other programs because obviously you know you you, you you're a lecturer in, in WIT of long-standing, you're there 25 years, as you mentioned. Um, you would be regarded, obviously, as one of our digital champions um, in the past and would be something that many of your colleagues would, would look up to and would see as a trailblazer indeed um, in that. Some of your other colleagues, have they reached out much in terms of how do I do this or how, what would you advise I use for that? Or have you found those kind of, any of those kind of conversations surprising?
1: It has. Um, One of the things that happened uh, was just before the crisis, we we had uh, set up a department Slack channel, uh, which was very very quiet, and all of a sudden it got very very busy. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, And you know, people right across our department started experimenting with lots of different options and sharing their experience. So it was before. You know, yeah. When I get round to learning that, and I'll try maybe next year. Suddenly you had to do it. Everybody started trying and sharing their experiences. Um, and that that was very, very good to see. Um, and people were asking for help. Um, and you just jump in and, and help out where you can. Um, uh, so that, that was one of the, one of the first things. I started getting texts and emails and LinkedIn started lighting up as well, you know, <laughs> with uh, not just colleagues, but even um, outside of York sure. where people, everybody's trying to get online. Yeah. Uh, everybody wants to contribute and um, so I've been helping a few people uh, outside that that's what we can do you know we're not on the front line but if you can help frontline staff um I think that's great you know so. Brilliant.
0: And, and and I suppose I probably should add and we touched on it at the start of the conversation um you had the hard won experience of the last three stroke four years now of the higher diploma um and the suite of tools you've Put together uh, for that, and, and indeed the suite of tools that you've won won won, won an award for. Um, so maybe you'd like to talk a little bit about that before we finish up. And um.
1: uh, yeah, thanks, Ken. Um, I've actually got. Um, if anybody wants to see this, it's all open, right? Everything is free and open, and uh, we, we share everything we do uh, openly. And so, columndonfreycom slash stack is the website. And um, I'm just going to share here if I sure. can. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably take you through that. Um, you see that okay? Looks good to me. Okay, so uh, tutor Stack is what we won the award for. I say we because there's a whole team involved. Um, my colleague, Eamon De Leicester, uh, um, Pete Windle, and um, uh, Laura encouraged us. Laura, Win, uh, Laura Widger actually encouraged us to um, apply for the award. Um, so um, yeah, there's a, there's a whole team behind it. Um, so what is it? It's a multi-layer technology stack providing modular, free, and or open solution, for bold, which is blended and online delivery, uh, without product or vendor lock-in. So we're not we're not saying you have to use specific technologies. It's uh, we we've looked at lots of technologies and we came up with a stack. It's got four layers on the stack. There's um, instructional materials uh, which is you know how you present your notes if you like uh, it could be a website it could be a learning management system we've developed our own uh, in the Leicester uh, responsible for this and it's available on github uh, tutors or tutors ts is, is the current version um, and that's how we present our materials to uh, students so we have a card based system and a hierarchical and drill and then there's communications or community And this is how we we get that social presence, how we communicate online with our online students. And the the tool we found was fantastic. That was Slack. And we used that for, you know, chat for text, uh, text chat for voice calls, video calls, and at one stage, even for uh, screen sharing and remote desktop. So we could, you know, with uh, computing students, if they were having trouble installing software, we could take over their computer in a support call and help them uh, resolve what the issue was now slack we've been using that for a few years uh, last year slack uh, changed and they said zoom does the best voice and video calls on the market and they created an add-in. so um, that's something that we've been using for those voice and video calls now that we have zoom uh, this, this is an old slide from um it's actually from last year but uh it, it's fine for just getting across what we're doing Uh, Third layer there is assessment and feedback. So this is for formal assessment. We use Moodle for students submitting their work, gets rid of all the GDPR issues, everything is nice and safe and secure, and uh, nice and simple. Um, Socrative is something we use for, um, in in classes for for doing interactive uh, questioning. Um, I I noticed tonight you were using Mentimeter, uh, so this is similar. but what's nice about this one is it allows you to have your, you know, a whole quiz ready in advance and showing the the charts and stuff very very quickly. And then media was the other layer on our stack. Um, so we we handle live uh, through YouTube Live. So we're doing live classes, um, but we can also have asynchronous, which is which is handled through YouTube on its own. Um, we encode all of that through a program called OBS, which is seen a massive uptake uh, in the last few weeks this is um a free software and you use it for encoding video and the video can be recorded or it can be streamed live and, and again that's a free tool and it handles green screen and all of that as well so it's, it's very nice what's really good about it is you can set up different layouts different scenes um and then you just press a button to, to switch so you can effectively do live production um, while you're doing your class. Now, to make that a little bit easier, uh, so that you're not having to look at this complicated tool, um, um, we use a thing called Stream Deck. Um, my, my colleague, Peter Windle, um, is big into gaming, so he's responsible for you know, enlightening us on using OBS. Also, this uh, Stream Deck, which is effectively remote control. It's got 15 buttons. Uh, you can design the graphics on them, and you can program what those buttons do so what we've tried to do is simplify the whole stack by programming a stream deck and therefore when staff want to teach online they don't have to learn all the hard all the software they just need to know what the buttons on, on this controller do and we don't even use all 15 so it's um it's a much easier way of, of teaching and then you want to do live or you want to do uh pre-recorded it's exactly the same uh, workflow um, now, we've been developing this a bit further. Uh, we've, we've, um, we've got this notion of engagement dashboard where we uh, are tracking our students now, seeing what they're doing, when they're actually uh, taking the lessons, you know, whether they're doing it with us or later. And this enables us to engage with them more and to, to see how they're getting on, find out where they're having trouble, and then take action, take early action. So that's in development at the moment. Uh, Eamon De the is doing fabulous work there, and uh, I think you'll see it at uh, the next EdTech conference, whatever that's going to be. Um, and then we're also doing uh, some work on media management. Uh, so um, both the engagement dashboard and the media management have been uh, funded through the um, National Forum for Teaching and Learning. Uh, we've been funded through that. Under media management, what we're doing at the moment is looking at... Very efficient ways of splitting up long videos into short ones, and taking the short ones and making them into longer ones, um, because people like to watch them. Our students, we've we've surveyed them and found that different different students like to look at uh, content different ways. So that that's kind of what we've been working on uh, to to make all this happen. The the left hand side there is what has gone through the tutor stack, um, but to make it happen, uh, we also have to figure out how can we try and get high production values uh, for relatively um, nothing you know really low, low price um so we we developed this notion of um, a pod um, and we have a green screen there's lighting um, and then uh, everything that's needed to to deliver video at a hopefully a higher uh, quality level um so so that's all there and look any any of the conference we've, conferences that we've spoken at and any of the technology you know if you want to know more about them there's there's a whole lot of links there um so we submitted this um for um the national education awards and uh, I'm just looking at it, their best use of education technology iCT initiative of the year so um we're delighted to to uh, been shortlisted and subsequently then uh, we actually won it so yeah that's um that's the whole spiel <laughs> i'm not selling anything <laughs> yeah, yeah it doesn't, doesn't
0: doesn't sound a bit like it yeah no, that, that, that was brilliant and i think it, um it, it'll be really interesting um to people who 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 are listening to the podcast we've been talking would you believe, for a, a little over half an hour and um, time flies when you're uh, time flies when you're having fun um there isn't an awful lot me to finish up by saying other than that, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on here um, and to get your 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 feedback, I guess, and uh, impressions of Gas to Goes Global tonight um, of the COVID nineteen remote teaching um, conundrum, I suppose that we find ourselves in, and um, and obviously to 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 share uh, more about um, the telepods uh, and the the whole tutor stack um, development. So, Colin Duffy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very, very much. And um, Cheers, Ken. We, 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 we'll have to do this again sometime. We'll, no doubt. We'll, 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 we'll see you one more when I'm uh, back on campus. Uh, hopefully, I should have this started out tomorrow and up online and all the rest of it. and sure look. Somebody might look at it. Uh, i did remember
1: it. to press record, Ken, didn't you? I uh, think so. <laughs> uh, what,
0: what's that red dot mean? Um, <laughs> th- thanks a million. Okay. Good luck. Cheers. (laughs) Bye.